Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. And engage. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Dork Trek, the twice-a-week Star Trek The Next Generation podcast. We are fantastic and lovely and handsome and talented and just great. Just great. We are the crew of the USS Boner. My name is Lieutenant Commander Bob Fritz. I'm Lieutenant Commander Jenny Zell. And I'm Lieutenant Commander Dennis Blackenation. We're working with a little bit of a skeleton crew because Lieutenant Commander McCormick had to drive his, his friend home from work. Which is weird because Ben's the worst driver in the whole wide world. And it's rainy out. So <laughs> yeah. And he gets real skittish. Granted, he's been in like 10 car accidents. Yeah, this year. Yeah, and they're not necessarily all his fault. None of them were. He's just, he's just very skittish when he's about driving. Yes. And then Manny's got a space child. Manny's with the uh, saucer. We had to do a saucer separation. Yes. He's with child today. I thought he was with Alexander. <laughs> he's with the families <laughs> yes. in the yes. saucer. We're yes. in the battle bridge. Yes, he's on the battle bridge. So it's just the three of us until Ben gets here. So we're just going to have some fun and enjoy the episode we watched this week, which was... Well, actually, before we do that, let's say um, go to the website, dorktrek.com. Find us on Twitter. It's at dorktrek. And find us on Facebook as well. That would be... Uh, just search dorktrek. And we'd also like to say thank you to the fine people at the Geek Night of Comedy that was gracious enough to have us out last yeah, night. Yeah, the that funny was, bone. Yeah, that was a lot of was, fun, man. That yeah. was a lot of fun. It made me think of things that we could do dorktrek wise that I don't see why we don't and can't do. Yeah. Like have like I, if I may say so, you were very charming on the mic as well. <laughs> Dennis, sometimes I have that kind of <laughs> ability to be charming and nice yes. and friendly and pleasant. Then other and I just time, had to look good, which I failed at. But you did. No, you were very <laughs> handsome. Dennis, you wear the uniform very well. Oh, thank you. You look good, nice in it. You look nice in the uniform. Nice. We're so the extra socks in my pants were, mm. were good? <laughs> nice. We're a good-looking crew, man. And that's why I'm excited to go to uh, the con in Philly with Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. yeah. And LeVar Burton, which would be cool. We're going to be a good-looking crew. We're really going to take that place by storm. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. And I just got to say, I'm wearing my communicator I see today. That. And nice. I seem to be the only one wearing the communicator. Well, last time you were the only one who wasn't wearing <laughs> yeah. it. Exactly. So. Well, I, I'm wearing a uh, like a little cardigan sweater or whatever the hell it's called. And I didn't want to pin it because I yeah. was yeah. Christmas present. And I'm wearing my um, Mickey Mouse shirt today. Oh. Because my daughter likes Mickey Mouse, so I wore it to appeal to her. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually she... wore this all day today. Really? I was out at lunch, and a couple <laughs> of guys at the next table over at Subway are just looking at me, and they're like, you know, next thing I know, I see one of them tapping his shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, stop looking at my chest. <laughs> I, want, I was telling Stephanie, when I leave the restaurant my, on my last day there, I want to wear my Star Trek communicator pin. As opposed to my hospy button. Yeah. <laughs> I just pretend I'm in an ep- like a holodeck episode. Hi, my name nice. is. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I just think that'd be really fun. See if anybody even notices. Probably not. Eh, who cares? <laughs> so yeah, so today's episode, which is, uh, it's funny because I actually forgot about it on the way over. I was like, what episode did we watch? Yeah. The second one. Which is The Hunted. Yes. Dun, Sounds serious. Dun, dun. It's not with Fred Dreyer, though. No, not with Fred Dreyer. That would be awesome, but it's not. No, it's not. Former New York Giant. Yes, Super Bowl Dryer. champions. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> the Haunted. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it just sounds exciting. It does. Yeah. Hmm. I like this episode, mainly because James, Crom- James Cromwell's in yeah, it. And yes. he is one tall son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, he's huge. Because Riker dude. was looking up at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's a great actor. Like, James oh, yeah. Cromwell rules. Yeah, we talk about him often at work, actually, because we, at work, we just start bullshitting. 
And we talk about movies, and we're like, that James Cromwell is in every movie. He's yeah. always playing like somebody with like a president or a drug, you know, drug kingpin mm-hmm. or a corrupt police chief or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was. Did you see LA Confidential? Yes. He's fantastic in that. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. great in Six Feet Under, too. Yeah, I haven't yeah, watched that. Six Feet Under is a fantastic show. And yeah. he's... He's Zephyrin Cochran. Yeah, and he's... Yeah. 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 He's and from I, First Contact. I found it kind of funny that nobody in the episode, none of the characters said... You look kind of familiar. Yeah. You look like this oh, guy the mustache. From, from the history book. The mustache you know? threw him off. Mustache. It's yeah. the mustache. <laughs> That's all. Oh, you're cool, man. Don't worry about it. It's the mustache. <laughs> no, I'm not that guy at all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Dude, if you didn't have that mustache, you would look just like Cockroach. No, yeah. no, no, no. 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 I don't know. That's- nope. We came in separately to get donuts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, James Cromwell rules. Yeah, and it's awesome. always nice to see like quality big name actors because so many times you get dudes that are on their way up that aren't good actors mm-hmm. yet or people that are on their way down that just don't care anymore yeah. that are just strictly there for the check yeah James Cromwell I mean he's he's a great actor yeah yeah yeah. I think uh, he's been in like over 100 movies yeah like, like 150 or something like that wow. he's just been in everything he's been in a lot the of guy Star doesn't Trek turn down too. work nah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the white Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> he is <laughs> yep yeah sure I'll do it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, so The Hunted. The Hunted. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're at Angosia 3. Mm. They're there to evaluate it for Federation membership. Well, they have to. Yes, that's okay. their job. Yes. Evaluating people to be in the Federation. Like, they don't have more important things to do as a ship and as a crew. No. <laughs> they have to... I mean, we just had this tense conflict with the Romulans. Yes. Like, all right, now go look at these people. Now they have to go be the... FBI, the full body inspector of this plan. Mm. We had to do a background investigation yes. on Let's you. Let's see, do we like you guys? Are you cool, dudes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, James Cromwell. Oh, I'm such a oh, fan. I love you and Babe. <laughs> such a great movie. <laughs> oh, you're going to be so good at LA Confidential when it comes out. Oh, it's like four more years, I believe. Yes, but it'll be cool, though. Oh, sn- I have some weed on me. You're not going to tell, are you? Are you guys cool? Are you cool? Because if you tell, you won't be in the Federation. Hmm? <laughs> Yep. So uh, Picard and Riker meet with Prime Minister Nayrock, mm. who is James Cromwell. And uh, they get interrupted. Some underling comes up there. He's like, hey, James Cromwell, I need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that pig got free, man. Yep. That talking pig that we had in the lab, it's real fucking, yeah. fucking fucked up right now. <laughs> fucking broke out of the moon base. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Newt Gingrich built a moon base and broke out. <laughs> Which is awesome, by the way. I hope Newt Gingrich becomes president just so he can build us a moon base. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would vote for him twice just to call him out when we don't have a moon base. Where's our fucking moon base? You lied. (laughs) You (laughs) douche. You made these promises of a moon base. A moon base. That just says how desperate Newt Gingrich is for voting. I know. He will tell any group of people anything they want to hear. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're Star Trek fans? Well, you know, if I get elected president, I will build the USS Enterprise. (laughs) A full replica of it on the White House lawn that you guys could play in anytime you'd want to. No more Russian. Vote for him at that point. Oh yeah, I would too. <laughs> that should be his platform. Get away from all the other stuff he's talking about because nobody really cares. No, <laughs> they're all lying about it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Build us a moon base, goddamn it! Yes, because yeah. we're supposed to have like flying cars and. And all that shit by yeah. now. So what's taking? So if we long? don't build a moon base, we will never have warp drive in time. This is true. You're right. 
It's got to happen. Yeah, we also we, need World War Three. So yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Well, I think Newt could start that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. if we build a moon base, everybody's going to get jealous and want to fight us. Now, so. I, I think we're well on our way to that anyway because they keep talking about invading Iran, which doesn't make any fucking sense at all. So yeah. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but that's for another podcast. Yes, that's for a podcast no one would want to listen to <laughs> or care about. Yeah. But in this podcast, yes. meanwhile, meanwhile, on Dork Trek, back on the Enterprise, <laughs> a prisoner has escaped ah! from Moon Jail. Moon Prison, prison jail. jail. But I mean, it's weird that they just told him this right in front of. Yeah, well, he pulled him to the side. Yeah, but still, though, you think yeah. they would have done this in another room? Because yeah. you've got these two guys that are seeing if this planet is good enough to be in the Federation. Yeah. And to be like, hey, buddy, yeah. uh, you know those really dangerous prisoners? that You know those super soldier guys? Yeah. Oh! Well, they got out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that guy's Whoops. out. And he's like, mad. Why would he tell them? Because obviously they're going to ask more questions about it. They're yeah. going to want to know, oh, what kind of prison is this you have on the moon there? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, this is something you say, oh, excuse me, James Cromwell, can I speak to you outside? Yeah. Uh, excuse me, gentlemen. Well, they went behind the ficus and talked. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, come on. You're, hey, you're behind ficus a, security. You're behind a ficus tree. <laughs> <laughs> we, we remembered to put the ficus shield up, yes? Did we, did we? Oh, dude, I told you to put the fucking ficus tree up. Number <laughs> one, what do you think they're talking about? <laughs> no, I can't I, hear them because of the ficus. <laughs> that ficus tree really s- absorbs all of the sound waves coming from there. They should use the cone of silence. Yeah. Use yeah. the cone of silence. They should wink. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's wrong with your eye, buddy? Pig Latin. We must speak in Pig Latin. <laughs> Ixnay on the super jelly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, bad, uh, bad idea. This guy yep. This guy who told James Cromwell about the prisoner getting out in front of number one and Riker needs to go to that jail. Yeah. That's the first place I've got a feeling send. he will. Yeah. After the yeah. events that transpire later. Right to jail. Yes. Yeah. He's going to the further out moon jail. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, they call Data because uh, Enterprise wants to help. They figure it's a dangerous criminal. It's their highest security uh, prison they have. So, But again, they, this is the case where they go, no, 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 don't worry about it. No, 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 it's cool. No, 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 we got this taken care of. Don't worry no, about no, it. No, they no, no, they ask the Enterprise yeah, to, to help out. Yeah, that's bad news, man. Like, yeah. you're just asking for more trouble. Yeah, no, exactly. Th- you're revealing too much. Yeah. This is like, oh, do you know, can you help? You shouldn't even ask, can you help They didn't us? know. It's like asking a police officer, can you help me find my lost weed? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I lost <laughs> yeah. some dope. Hey, man, this guy stole my weed. Yeah, this guy. It's like, yeah, essentially, it's a drug dealer telling a cop that he got robbed. Yeah. Yeah, man, I just got robbed. They stole all my drugs and money. Oh, well, let me help you find that, sir. Yeah. It's a big web that's going to come out here. It's unnecessary. Yeah. You just yeah. don't do stupid shit Or you like tell that. them, oh, they stole my medication. Not letting them know your medication is actually PCP. Yeah. <laughs> Crack cocaine. Yes. Yeah. So Data finds the ship and starts following it, but it gets away. He's sneaky. Pulls the slip right behind an asteroid. Yep. Yeah. It pulls a Han Solo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The funny part is the ship comes back around, but it's like, there's nobody on well, that Well, just ship. the drive section yeah. comes out. How does that like, happen? Yeah. It's They're really fascinated weird. by this, too. Yeah. Like, oh, it went around that moon, then it hung a left, and it took, now it's gone. Yeah. Well, there's debris there, <laughs> and there's an engine there. I don't know. What? It must have hit the moon yeah. and exploded <laughs> all over the place. Maybe he stopped at the moon base. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. But this guy's gone. Why would he escape from one moon to land on another? <laughs> Very peculiar. It's so weird. Yep. So uh, Data explains to Picard and Riker what happened, you know, how he got away. 
Then Nayrock calls up and tells him, oh, this prisoner, his name is Raga Danar. Oh, that's a good name. It's very dangerous. That's an awesome name. Yeah, Raga Danar. Yep. So they keep scanning their sensors because there's no life signs in that drive section that flew away. Everything's gone. Yep. So uh, Riker thinks he might be hiding in the poles. Mmm... People do that a lot. Oh, no, yeah. People Should always be. Because the magnetic field of the poles will blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. Which blah. I believe was the Riker maneuver yes. back when they had the little uh, training exercise they yeah. did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is where we need Ben to explain why that works. But yes. he's not here. So I'm just no. going to kind of. Blah, this, blah, this blah, is my blah. Ben impersonation. Well, what we would do here is blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, ever since that exercise, it's been standard Federation procedure for us to do this. Yes. So we do that from now on. We always check the polls. That's a good bet. Yes. We. This is what we would do. <laughs> yes. Is yep, so they, the York town? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, so they, uh, they check the polls and surprise, there he is. Yep. So they tractor beam in the, uh, the drive section there. Then it turns and starts flying at him. What? Crashes into the shields. What? This guy's crazy. He is crazy. He's reckless. Crazy like a fox. Crazy like a fox. Because <laughs> then they bounce right off the Enterprise, which yep. is a really funny visual, just to see yeah. this little pod kind of ding, yeah. <laughs> float away. Yeah. And oh, now there's nothing on the ship. What, ha- what happened? It, it reminded me of the Simpsons episode where Homer goes into space. <laughs> yes. He's like eating all yeah, the chips. Yeah. He's just kind of floating around. He releases the ants. Yeah, the ants go flying That's around. one of my favorite, the Ken Brockman scene in that. Or yeah. the, oh, the ant overlords. Yes. <laughs> I, for one, welcome our ant overlords. Perhaps I could be a, a help to you because I am a respected member of the media. <laughs> He's got the retractions the best. The best thing about it, too, is they have a graphic for the ant overlords. Yes. <laughs> but that's when that show was on point. I yeah. mean, there was oh, the yeah. time yes. from, like, season four to, like, 12 yeah. where there was nothing better on television. Yeah. Like, it was every episode it was, was just amazing. Yeah. What, uh, what was it, Carbon Rod? Carbon Rod was employee of the month instead of Homer, and he was all bummed <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. And then they come back, and they have the parade for Carbon Rod because it's held the door shut, and Homer was all pissed. <laughs> yeah. It's a great yeah. episode. <laughs> yep. Yes, buddy. Yeah, but... Uh, Why would that guy come flying at our ship number one? Yeah, it crashes Doesn't seem and, like it makes a lot of sense, guy. Yeah, it gets destroyed. And they're like, oh, shit, he's dead. Huh? But Data has anticipated this. Yes. Because he's a robot. Yeah, he, he can do that. At least Data anticipated it, not Wes. Exactly. Because yes. yeah. Wes was there. Was Wes on the bridge when this was happening? Uh, I don't remember seeing I don't think there. he's in this. Or was he up. pulling a space pud yeah. <laughs> back in his room? I think he had homework. Wishing somebody liked him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. he was being ignored by his mom at He the was time. on the holodeck <laughs> pretending his mom liked him. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's holodeck mom. <laughs> and Will then you he went to hang homework? out with his holodeck friends, yeah. where he's the coolest kid in in the high school playing yeah. football. That's why we never see that Asian kid anymore. Killed him. Yeah. Well, what? no, he's a he's a hologram. I could be. I could buy that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We only saw him in the holodeck. Yeah. He's on the holodeck playing D and D with his friends. Yeah, because that's where he's <laughs> yeah. cool. Talking about shit on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Will Wheaton. <laughs> and the horse. I don't like you. If I ever see you, I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh. I will. I will punch Will Wheaton in the face. You promise? If I see him, I'll try. That's hard. Why do you dislike him so I much? I just don't like Will Wheaton. I don't like Will Wheaton because when we had, for those of you that don't know, I, uh, I actually have a, bro- I had a broadcasting career 
And when I was doing that, we were... It was long enough to be a career. Yeah, it was 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. We were in the process of trying to get members of TNG on the show. Yep. And we succeeded with... Uh, we had Jonathan Frakes on. LeVar Burton was the first one. Yeah. And he yeah. was awesome. And we were trying to get the rest of the cast. And some members are going to be harder than others, as mm-hmm. you'd imagine. Like, Patrick Stewart would be very different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Will Wheaton's all over Twitter. And we were like, let's get Will Wheaton. And we went and we contacted Will Wheaton. He's like, yeah, I don't do shit like that. What the hell else is he doing? But he does other podcasts. Like, he wouldn't do radio, but he does podcasts yeah. about, like, D&D and shit. So we're like, man, fuck that guy. So ever since then, Will Wheaton can suck my balls. <laughs> I don't like him. I think he's a dick face. And that show that he's on now, what is that? Uh, uh, the Big Bang Theory? Oh, yeah. yeah. That show sucks. That show blows. I know a lot of people like it, but it's it's, pretend, I don't like I it. I think it's terrible. It's pretend nerd stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's just basically like Revenge of the Nerds. You know, it's making fun of nerds more than anything else. Yeah. But all the nerds like it, and I don't yeah. get why. That's because the nerds are just looking for anything to kind of latch on to. It kind of acknowledges mm-hmm. that they exist. Yeah. But I heard that there's we a exist? show, uh, we're the IT too. crowd, <laughs> that's supposed to be really good. I've heard the IT crowd's cool, too. Yeah. I'm like, where that's like a, a comedy based around nerds, mm-hmm. and it's just funny on its own, yeah. where Big Bang Theory is like making fun of the nerds. It's just uh, every stereotype. Being yeah. played out. Yeah, it's fucking Which, annoying. It's not very original. The show sucks. Yeah. And like people that like that show, I think, are morons. No, Except for the ones that listen to this oh, podcast. So, well, I mean, if you're listening to this, you understand highbrow humor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> we're classy. But I mean, yes. it's just, you know, I, it's it shows nerds in like a, a, in like kind of a, I guess like a one kind of tunnel vision. Yeah. Or like, this is what, no, but I mean, you can be a geek and be into other shit. Yeah. Like, I'm a huge geek, but I love sports. Right. And like, and chicks dig me. You know what I mean? That's right. Like, you don't have to be. That's like, right. No, but I'm serious. I mean, like, you don't no, have I, to be like a geek. I agree. Right. Like, look at you, Dennis. You're a total fucking nerd. You have the hottest wife in the whole world. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be socially awkward and a geek yeah. at the same time. Yes. That's, that's the thing that I don't understand. It's like too many people kind of focus on nerdy shit, but they don't do anything else. It's like expand yeah. your horizons. Yeah. You know, like be a whole person. Exactly. I don't know. It's just weird. I was I was equated to the comic book crowd, where you look at the creators of the comic books and the people that collect and read them. You're talking two totally different crowds. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Comic book writers and stuff. They've lived their lives. They've loved. They've lost. They've made love to women. They've done all this cool yeah. shit. You they know? have families. They have car payments. Yeah. They have a mortgage. Yeah. And the guys that read the books just live in their parents' basement. <laughs> exactly. Well, if it's they like, didn't live their lives, they wouldn't have anything to write about. They would yeah. be writing about living in their parents' basements. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bang Theory is awesome. <laughs> it's just I look at it. As it's pandering. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it definitely yeah, it's is. Pandering it's a geeks. typical CBS comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is sad because those are the biggest comedies on TV. Yeah, and they drown out things that are quality, like The Office and Community. Yeah. And 30 Rock. And 30 Rock. Yeah. And so. I was talking to somebody, uh, I can't remember who it was, but they said that they don't like The Office now, that Steve Carell's gone. I think it's just as good. It's different. Yeah. It's different without Steve Carell, but it's still a funny show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think uh, I think Nardog has been quite awesome. Ed Helms is very funny. Oh, he's a really funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. He had a, uh, I believe it was a short-lived web series on really? Funny or Die where he was a zombie who would just go about his everyday life. <laughs> he was a zombie. Like, he'd try to meet girls, and he'd just that's sit in the cool. coffee shop and stuff like that. It was that, pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. I like uh, I like Ed Helms. I think he's very, and that's, it's such an ensemble cast where, you know, what's his face? Uh, Rain Wilson's great. Yeah. 
you know, John Carfar Rockus is awesome too. <laughs> and he's a handsome fellow. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just a really, it's a well done show. Yeah. And the guys who star in it are the writers of it. Yeah. So they know how to write their characters. Totally. So like I, Toby, I didn't know that Toby's actually the showrunner. Yeah. Toby runs that show and Toby's great. Yeah. BJ Novak. Yeah. BJ yeah. Novak is also, yeah, he's cool, man. Yeah. What was his name in, uh, in Glorious Bastards? Uh, what was his nickname that they had for him? The I Little forget. Man or something I like forget. that? I That's such a great film. Yeah. It was. I really enjoy that. Yeah. But anyway, back to The Hunted. Yes, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that tangent was brought to you by Wild Wing Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, so Data's anticipated this, and he finds an escape pod. Word? Still no life signs, though. Word? So they beam over anything that's man-sized. <laughs> I got something man-sized for you, Jackhole. <laughs> yeah. Right here, baby. Right here. Yeah, yeah. it looks like a pot too because it's my schlong. Yeah, but you ain't going to escape from this. No way. You can't escape my huge schlong. <laughs> I'm awesome. Check out my jumpsuit. <laughs> I don't What is the deal with jumpsuits in the future? I don't know. Like, why are all outfits in the future onesies? It's like, I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. Jumpsuits I, and so, uh, shoulder pads. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, it's very uh, inconvenient. Yeah. How do you go to the bathroom with all that shit on? Well, let me tell you, having <laughs> worn the jumpsuit, it is very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> because the zipper's in the back. Yeah. So it's like, how the hell do you go to They've the bathroom? They've got to have like a little mini transporter pad <laughs> at all their openings. To It's so... Uh, I just don't get the idea of jumpsuits in the future. It just bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. Because it seems like every character besides the essentials now has always wear jumpsuits. Yeah. I mean, it made sense to me in Enterprise... Because they're yeah, kind of like a the, flight crew. But at least those, they zip up in the yeah. front. I don't get the back but it's a lot, and Those are a lot like, you know, the flight suits of today. Oh, look who it is. Lieutenant Commander Lieutenant McCormick. Lieutenant Commander McCormick. Maybe, ben, you can answer this question for us. Probably. Well, is, your, is your mic on? Let me see. Go ahead. Is my mic on? Yes, it is. What's the deal with the jumpsuits in the future? Why is it all jumpsuits? I have no idea. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's, it's easier. Is it? Isn't it? Is wearing a jumpsuit Unless you gotta easy? go. If you gotta, if the zipper's in the front, you gotta they go number one. Yeah, yeah, they all zip in the back. Yeah, see, it makes potty time really yeah. inconvenient. Tell me about it. <laughs> and it's yeah. not very flattering on the it's bulge like, area. Yeah. Well, it depends. <laughs> Some guys are better you than know. others, but like you, the dude in the hunted, not impressive bulge wise. No. And we checked. Well, I mean, a you, lot. you, you, That's you the first thing we checked. You saw uh, Star Trek the Motion Picture. Mm-hmm. Commander Decker. We know uh, certain things about him that uh, a lot of people wouldn't want to know, which made it uncomfortable watching him on Seventh Heaven years yeah, later. I can imagine he was yeah. throwing it proper. That's why they had so many kids. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't the Seventh Heaven? Wasn't that like a Christian-based show yeah. or some shit like well, that? No, it, it was a family show. Okay, no, it was Christian-based. I thought it was Christian-based. Oh, you'd say that, huh? Wait, I'd say that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, don't know, I just don't get the whole. I don't yes. get the whole jumpsuit thing. I think it's no. dumb. But it looks futuristic. We have to make them look different than we look now. How many people do you see in jumpsuits today? It just looks uncomfortable. It is. And that's the thing that uh, with sci-fi, it doesn't matter how far in the future they are, they always come back in jumpsuits. Yeah. And they always have moose knuckles. (laughs) Dudes always have moose knuckles. I just don't get it, man. Like, they're... uh, Just push all that stuff to one side. Have you ever worn tights before, though? Why would I wear tights? I like, really? Though. I did theater in college, and we had to wear tights. Really? Oh, yeah. so you went to Starfleet Academy? I went to Starfleet Academy. That's awesome. The modern-day Starfleet Academy. That's awesome. And uh, I had to wear tights. Were you Othello? So you to... No, no. It was actually for That's Camelot. Were you Othello bla- and Asian? I was Squire Dap. <laughs> I don't know. 
No, I never did see a tie. I never needed no. to wear tights. Yeah, but when you wear tights, yeah, you have to decide what you're going to do. That's really none of your business, is it? <laughs> Come on. It Come was on. a theater. <laughs> <laughs> it was called cross-dressing. And I tried it twice, and it was cool. You know, you spend one year in Atlanta as a woman, and then people will just judge you for the rest of your life. I mean, if you're going to spend one year in any place, that sounds like else, a great Atlanta novel. Would be the best place to be. Oh yeah, hot Atlanta. Atlanta sucks. It's the dumbest well, the, place on earth. No, it's the not. thing Atlanta's is, I love great. it. The tights that he was wearing were crotchless. Hey, hey, so. hey, hey. Yeah, there was <laughs> a lot more freedom. <laughs> oh, that's cool though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't like Atlanta. I thought it was dumb. Well, you probably went to the wrong part. No, I was in. I was. It's in, very large. It was yes. stupid. There's a part of Atlanta that you like. I can guarantee it. I didn't like you it. You just have to explore for a while. I just wasn't a fan. Yeah. Nah. It's probably off of Peachtree. Huh? It's I probably went, off of Peachtree. Yeah, I'm just saying, there's so many different parts of the town. We there's got to be a ta- part of town you like. Yes, and every part to? of it's off of Peachtree. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Peachtree, I, I went there. I went to Peachtree. It was all right. Uh, I actually saw, I was at a restaurant that I really enjoyed called Spice. And it was the first time I'd actually ever seen adultery happening in front of me. It was pretty neat. Like, my wife and I were eating dinner, and there was a couple in front of us, and there was some adultery going on. Yeah. Because the guy had the wedding band on, but the chick didn't have a wedding band on, and they were canoodling, like a lot nice. of canoodling. Like yeah. a lot of canoodling, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> more so than most people would no, do. I mean, not everybody wears a wedding band. Yeah, this was, and this was an older cat, like a way older cat, and a, yo- a really younger chick. There was definitely some, some adultery going on. Yeah, so, again. so O'Brien beams him over and he kicks everybody's ass. Yes. And yeah. again, O'Brien's a coward. Yes. I don't care what anybody says. No, see, I say he's not because how many times have we seen on a ship where there's a situation that could have been instantly resolved if somebody had called security? Yeah. But yeah, but they, no, no, no. It's not the fact that O'Brien called security. Well, they had said they wanted security there when he was beamed over. So right. O'Brien kind of jumped the gun a little bit. No, no, I'm not even saying that. It, well, security was there. They showed up. There was two. There was two security guys yeah. there when the guy beamed over. And it's not the fact that O'Brien called security. It was the way he called security, <laughs> which was like said, security, security, security. <laughs> like that's well, why no, he was a coward. No, no, no. See, he's he's letting the bridge know. Yeah, we need more War's than what we need. Wharf. That's what he just said. Get yeah. Wharf down here now. Is, we need to spawn a mob, please. And they do spawn a mob because <laughs> they shoot it. They shoot it farther back, so you can see O'Brien at his console yeah. while he's calling for security. He doesn't leave his console area to try to help. No, 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 because he's a transporter chief. But what I'm not saying, a security he's chief. He's got to do something. He's just security, please. Well, I have to agree because I think it would be foolish for him to get in a fight that he knew he was going to lose. Yeah. I mean, he's got to at least try. Yeah. So or he could have told the guys, hey, push him back on the transporter pad so I can kind of hold him in stasis until we get more people down could here. Could you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, they were holding him there to begin with. Yeah. Until security showed up. Yeah. He, that he was holding him in, in the little I just thought buffer was, loop. I just thought it was really funny that O'Brien's a coward. He panicked. In my mind, O'Brien will always be a coward. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. After you watch DS9, that attitude will change. Well, it's going to take a long time. He's, he's have, Irish, man. He's supposed to fight. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's going to... All I'm saying is O'Brien's going to have not, to... He's not drunk enough to fight. <laughs> yeah, not yet, anyway. <laughs> but he's going to have to kick a lot of ass, and he's going to have some explaining to do on 10 forward when those security guys are like, where the That's fuck right. were you on? Where were you on that one, bro? Dude, I was... I got your back. Hey, chief. <laughs> hey, who got... Way to go, chief. Way to look out for your troops. Who got shot in that little melee? O'Brien got shot in the shoulder. Yeah, who else? Nobody. Yeah, but O'Brien okay, took so a shot, really. Oh, <laughs> the pain, my and that, arm. That chick, Yuda, she took like three shots yeah. before she went down. But well, I, 
look at it like this. He's basically like a tech nerd. He's not a fighter. But I mean, Do you want your IT guys to, you know, somebody comes into your office building and starts shooting? At least throw something at him. No, you That's hide You hide under the desk and you call 911. <laughs> you're just saying that because you're an IT guy. Exactly. And I'm going to hide under my desk and call 911. I don't know. I, I workplace can't. violence. Workplace <laughs> violence. Security. More security. Seriously, this is not cool. <laughs> This dude in the jumpsuit with the moose knuckles is going to kick my ass. <laughs> His schlong is so not impressive, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he so he deals with them. Some socks in there. Well, it was he funny. starts <laughs> to get out there, and uh, they call him the A-team. <laughs> Worf call- and Riker. Yes. They oh, wreck yeah. shop. And Worf and Riker, look, they turn this quickly into... Wrestling match, like a college hold him down while I rape him. Kind of <laughs> yeah, this was a little. There was a little homoeroticism yeah. in that. Riker yeah. and, oh, yeah. and Worf have done something like this before, <laughs> because Riker yeah, was Troy. That's level three. Ooh, yeah, that's level three of their Riker's got the guy pinned down, and then Worf is kind of he's working his crotch area. The Mounted him. Like, yeah, there's some. They. I'm not going to say rape, but I'm going to say role playing, perhaps. Yes. Check out my mighty bat lift. <laughs> I mean, they, they respect each other. Yeah. They're down for what? a little dual insertion. No. Hey. Of their fists into his no. face. <laughs> into his face. That doesn't make it better. Oh, okay. All right. But yeah. What, what are you thinking about? They've definitely held some chick down. Yeah. Oh, rise up, but that doesn't count. Either one. Yeah. Yep. So uh, they subdue him, and uh, Nayrock calls up Picard and tells him, to hold Danar until the prison cell is ready because he wrecked his prison cell back on the moon base. <laughs> so they got to fix it for him before he can go back there. So uh, Data yeah. still doesn't te- detect any life signs from this guy. It's very peculiar. Yes. But uh, Troy senses something weird. She's walking down the hall. She gets aroused. Oh, yeah, she does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She smells the testosterone. Yeah. There's emotion. Yes, I, I sense emotion. She, <laughs> se- she sensed that scene in the hallway where everybody's getting pinned down. And, yeah. Oh, I remember when they it's did that It's triggering to me. a memory. <laughs> My turn. A very yeah. erotic memory. There are times when Star Trek could go porno really easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this scene with Troy and the guy in prison is... One of those precise moments where yeah. she goes to visit him. So tell me about yeah. you and yeah. How tell do you want? Do you prison. really want some more uh, food slot rations? <laughs> what are you willing to do for it? Yeah, this is one of those. Well, things. there is the TNG porn. I've never seen that. I've never seen it either. I but think I've we seen saw the trailer clips. for it. Yeah. I believe I, the trailer. I, I've seen the I've seen clips from the original series porn, and it's you know. Oh no, the, the TNG porn looks. The guy who does uh, Picard. Uh, Looks like he was a Picard fan. Yeah. I think he's a little taller than Picard. Yeah. Like, relative Which to the rest of the crew. Which isn't hard to do. No. Right. I mean, relative like... to the rest of the crew. Yes. So. I'd watch that. Yeah, this pretty is hot relevant Troy. to my interest. Pretty hot crusher. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I will check it out just purely for the fact that it's for science, Star Trek. Yeah. For, for science, yeah. you know, research purposes. <laughs> yes. And then I will masturbate because, you know what? I don't want their efforts to go in vain. Yeah. That would be rude of me. <laughs> well, cool. I hear if you... There's actually a version... Without the porn, what? so there, there's so enough. Then it's just softcore, then probably. Yeah, it, it's it's there's Boring. a well, no, there's, <laughs> there's enough of a story that it could be either a Star Trek parody or it could be a Star Trek porn parody. Porn parody sounds so much more fun, though. Yes. It does. Yeah, I'm watching. Yeah, you know, I don't want to see a, a, a cut version of this, but 
It's always uncut is better, so go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she goes and uh, talks to him. and uh, He just doesn't like her. No, he no. says he reminds her of an old girlfriend. Yeah. So he has Riker syndrome. <laughs> but then he says, no, 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 you remind me of my mother. Yeah. Or something else. He's just totally. Yeah, he doesn't like counselors because on prison jail, they had counselors there, and they were mind control experts and all this other Yeah, he doesn't stuff. like this Troy. Yeah. So he would fit in well with the cast of Dork Trek. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should invite him to hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Danar. We could all wear onesies in his honor. We'll break him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, he seems to have some kind of split personality because he's a calm guy, right? But he's got a—he's got rage, like a hidden mean streak. issues. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he—he he also has like they're doing a good job painting him like a Vietnam vet or something. Like yeah, a guy exactly. that comes back from the yeah. war and he's yeah. just different, man. I'm just there's just something going on. That's man. right. He's, he's got shell shock. Yeah, he does. He totally <laughs> has battle fatigue or whatever the hell they call yeah, it. Or, post-traumatic, or, yeah, post-traumatic. Yeah, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. disorder. But yeah, he's definitely got a little uh, screw loose. Yeah. Yeah, so Troy goes and talks to Picard about it. And Picard's like, yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. I really don't care. I just want him off my ship. Shut your fucking He beat up hole. O'Brien. I like O'Brien. He, O'Brien's such a cool guy. Yeah. He played with ships and bottles. Yes, we yeah. we have our <laughs> ship and bottle club that we hang out <laughs> <Yes>. with. <laughs> he taught me a really cool pool shot, too. He's just such a cool guy. He's really into Asian chicks, though. I wish you'd hook him up with someone on the vessel. Do you know anyone? <laughs> he likes to surrender a lot. Yes, he, oh, he's just like me with dear friends. <laughs> yeah. And he's got good hair. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very curly. Yes, oh, yes, it's really nice. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I am uh, very envious. <laughs> I mean, I love being bald, but when you have a head of hair like that. Oh, it's just so fun. <laughs> Whatever. I would love to run my fingers through it. <laughs> what? what? Wait, what? I, I've said too much, Troy. Please leave. <laughs> and I know you didn't sense that, so just get out. Because <laughs> you're a dumbass. <laughs> Don't call us, Troy. We'll call you. <laughs> See you later. But uh, Troy doesn't listen to her, Captain. She goes and talks to Data. Yeah. Because Data, he loves a little side project. So she asks him to look up his police record. But he can't find it. Well, there's no police jail. Well, it's a military Uh-oh. prison. Yeah. So it's not kept in the normal records. And that makes it even more scary that he's at military jail. Yeah. Military jail sounds a lot scarier than regular jail. It yeah. is. Regular prison jail. Yeah, because if you... if That means you're killing people for fun and shit yeah. like that if you well, go to military yeah. well, jail. Well, my, my dad actually worked at the Navy brig in uh, Charleston. Uh-huh. Yep. And it's basically anybody who... There were two brigs. Like big breaks, one in Charleston and one in San Diego. So if you broke the law on the West Coast, you went to San Diego. If you broke the law on the East Coast, you went to Charleston. And uh, the one in Charleston is actually where they kept that guy, the dirty bomber. Oh, <laughs> yes, wow. really? Jose Padilla. Wow. Yeah, yep. they locked his ass up there. So yeah, because I mean, like, if you're in the military, you can kill people if it's justified, like in the wars and stuff. Well, if you're given orders. Yeah, but this is where you go and like you're way too into it. Like when you're just killing yeah. people for fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you're like the comedian. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know? <laughs> I just shot some Asian lady. It was cool. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and she I was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. What not, are you supposed to do? Yeah, prison, jail, military seems scary. Yep. So they look up his military records, but it was exemplary. He was a great soldier. Wow. Yeah. Even got promoted. This doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yes. Why would so, this guy be in the prison jails? Yes. What did he do? Why, oh, why in the prison jail? So Troy goes and talks to him again, and his crime was training. He was too deadly. 
It's too good at what he did. <laughs> this reminds me of like a Jason Bourne or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. It has yeah. that feel. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because we've talked about this many times. Yeah. I'm so fucking tired of this premise. Yeah. That I love Denzel, but that movie, come on, man. I ain't seen Safe House. <laughs> no. Nah, I'll just watch Trading Day again. But I'm just I'm tired <laughs> yeah. of the premise of all right, FBI guy who's or CIA guy who's gone rogue. Yeah, their best agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it knows t- too much. It's a tired premise yeah. to me at this point. It's been done way too often. You've been disavowed. Yes, no one likes you anymore. He developed a conscience, yeah. and now yeah. he has to be taken care yeah. of. I just, I just, I'm tired of it. Yeah, I, I just hate it. Yeah, and it's funny because we had this conversation recently, and that's exactly what this episode is. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, needless to say, how I feel about the rest of this episode. <laughs> 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 so. Uh, Picard, Riker, Dana, Crusher, and Troy all get together to talk about how Dana was this. It is a staff meeting. Oh, yeah. Prison jail staff meeting. (laughs) Let's talk about this dude's bulge and how it's not very impressive. Yes, my bulge is much bigger. He may be a good fighter, number one, but his schlong is really lacking. (laughs) Troy, please expose him for us. Yes. Yeah, so they, they talk about Danar and how he was a volunteer soldier who got altered medic- mentally and physically. So he's super soldier. He's, he's, Steve, uh, he's Steve Rogers. He is. Yeah. yeah. With uh, psychological altering. He's yeah. more like Nuke, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But again, he is Jason Bourne. Yeah. Who, was all, who went off the grid and now he's in prison jail or right. whatever. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, he was a perfect soldier. And all the Angosian soldiers, after they had this war on their planet, they sent all the soldiers to this moon base. Makes sense. Lunar to be. Five. Lunar Five. Very creative name. Oh yeah. Re- yeah. Very yeah. original. Yes. So Data goes down and visits Danar, and he talks. Hey, I'm an android. I'm programmed. Can't you just be reprogrammed? Well, but now, how and why? Do the members of the crew have such easy access to this prisoner? I know. It's like they all just go down there. Yeah, when are visiting hours? Yeah, like, let's go hang out with the guy in jail. (laughs) They they are senior officers, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, shouldn't he be under some kind of... I mean, you should have to have an official reason for going down there, not kind of indulging some kind of personal interest. Well, I mean, he is the second officer of the ship. It's not not like he's... I guess it's operations those guys work for him. But Data's going down there because, like, oh, we have something in common. Right. And, well, you know, it's... Exploration. Yeah, but they're scientists. I am a robot. <laughs> I can be reprogrammed. I can do the robot. You can do the robot. You will moonwalk. They yeah, just walk on your prison like, now, it, yeah, no, totally. That's exactly what <laughs> I don't know if we've seen it yet, but this brig set gets used a lot more in future episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is actually a security officer desk. Yeah. But that guy's always sleeping, and they're always trying to get the keys away from him with the broomstick. <laughs> yeah. He's got a bunch of security uh, CCT TV monitors in front of him, yeah. and he's just like uh, just lounging out. But yeah, I don't know why they just don't take that broomstick out of there. It just doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I just don't understand the easy access to this prisoner. Well, yeah. I was not even I, a special code for the door. No, you they just, just walk, walk right in. in. Yeah, that's the one thing I didn't like is that you should have at least a guard at the door. Yeah. Yeah. That you yeah. just don't let people just walk in. Obviously, the people who came in should come in. I mean, if, yeah. if you remember the de- Defector episode, there was a guard at that door. Yeah. And yes. that was just some guy. Yeah, yes. yeah because that wasn't a, he wasn't in a cell, though. But what I'm That's saying is... That's to keep him from just walking out. If they, have, uh, if they have a guy at a door 
for some guy that's defecting. They have this super soldier guy who's too good at killing people. We just yeah. didn't see the guy. He, ah. was, he was at the desk. Was he, he making excuses? Was he leaned up against the wall? <laughs> no, no, no. It, there, there's like a security desk over Was he holding the, the camera for the scene? <laughs> <laughs> at the angle we see this the scene, we can't see the desk off to the uh, side. Okay, there. how many guys did he take out as soon as he was beamed on yeah, board? Now he's in a yeah. brig. He's behind know. a force field. He even beat up O'Brien, and O'Brien wasn't even trying to fight him. <laughs> this guy's yeah. dangerous. O'Brien was trying to run. He's like, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Run, number one! <laughs> blow up the ship! <laughs> Give it. We got now is the time to blow up the ship. We're all done for. Done for, I say! Blow it up! Yeah. <laughs> Start with the transporter room that I'm in. Seriously? Yeah. This guy's real pissed. <laughs> Yeah, so he doesn't think he can be reprogrammed. No, not at all. Because he's like, don't you think they would have done it if they could have done it? So Picard calls up Narok. And Which sounds like a rapper. Yeah. He's also a rapper. Yeah. He, before he became the prime minister, he, was, he had a failed rap career. Yo, 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 Narok's in here. That's right. I'm the prime minister. Send you to the moon base. Yes. So yeah, so Picard talks to him and... Lunify, Lunify was supposed to be a colony for the soldiers to live on because they couldn't be amongst the people anymore. They were just too dangerous. Too dangerous. So they would live on the moon by themselves. So it's a whole colony of loose cannon. Like, yeah. yeah and this, With this, no women. This premise is very familiar. Yeah. Like the idea of putting like all the badass dudes on a moon yeah. base by themselves. It's like Australia. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's, it's a prison colony. Yeah. At first they didn't have any guards there, but then there were agitators, so they had to keep them in check. So they put guards there. Yeah. But my thing is this is space. They don't have technology unless you give it to them, yeah, or they true. make it. Yeah. So you give them their little colony on the moon, you give them some supplies to get started, and then you take all the spaceships away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe uh, Space MacGyver was also a soldier there. Well, so they, he's going to turn his prison cell into a rocket ship. <laughs> I mean, just there's, there's <laughs> limits. That, advice, that reminds me of the... Uh, the, the Chinese guy who wanted to fly, so he just put a bunch of explosives under his chair. Yeah. That's essentially how this guy got a spaceship airborne. Yeah. Right. You know what? I'm just going to put a lot of dynamite under my prison cell and blow it up and see what happens. <laughs> they tried that ten times before they decided to just steal a shuttle. <laughs> Holy shit, it worked. <laughs> but that guy died. No one's going to miss him, though. Yeah. In a space bulge. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Narok says, we're sending a ship to pick him up. You don't have to worry about Danar. He's our problem now. So, uh, they cut back to... The brig and Danar tells Data that uh, he's killed 84 people. Damn, son! He's got a perfect memory of every single one. Wow! So it's like his own torture. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's kind of like what they do to Tom Paris in Voyager, make right. him relive the murder. It's a bummer, over man. And over. Bummer. Yeah. So uh, Picard and Troy walk in there, and Picard tells him, "Well, you know, we have to turn you over because of the Prime Directive, and so on and so forth." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Anytime they use the Prime Directive, I just think they have no idea what to do with the script. Yeah. They just throw that out there. I yeah. think sometimes they just use it as a cop out, like uh, prime directive. Well, you can't you can't violate the internal. They do politi- it all the time. You're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, but I think they just didn't feel like dealing with them anymore, so they said. We never we'll figured out our. Directive. We never figured out our Vietnam thing, so <laughs> yeah. we really wouldn't be right to yeah. judge on this. So you guys do your own thing. Yeah, sorry, prime directive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My bad. The cool thing here, though, is that uh, what's his face, Daynar. Tells him, you know I got to try to break out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you already know what's going to happen yeah. at this point. Yeah. He just looks at Picard, I'll kill you last. Yes. Yeah. Essentially, yes. <laughs> he has the commando yeah. moment. You remember how I told you I would kill you last? I lied. I lied. 
See, and this is where the episode, to me, like, I, I thought that was a really cool scene where he's like, well, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to break out of here. Yeah. And then from this point on, the episode just feels like a Tom and Jerry episode to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all it seems like. And it's yeah. like, the chase scene went on way too long. Yeah. Right. Like, there's just too much. It's like, well, oh, we know what he's going to do, but then we don't know what he's going to do. But that's because he wants us to not know what he's going to do, but we really know he's going to. It's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Just. Yeah. Yeah, I got really to bo- it. I got really bored with this. Yep. It's like if they were fish, they would have about ten hooks in their mouth yeah. right oh, now because yeah, totally. they fall for everything. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I got really bored with the. But whole the first thing. thing I won't blame them for because Worf goes down there when they beam him over, and the guy basically blows up the transporter beam. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. holy shit! Now here's my you problem can do with that, that <laughs> is the uh, force field that keeps him in the brig apparently is in the walls too. Yeah. I mean, really? You couldn't just turn off the wall force fields if they are existing? No. Leave the door yeah. locked yeah. until he beamed out. Well, they couldn't do that because then it wouldn't work for the episode. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this episode, again, this is where it just got really convoluted Yeah. to me. Yeah. I think it maybe the, the force field, maybe it was just on the door, but it gives off like an RF field or something. I guess. And maybe it, for like safety reasons or something. Yeah. Like your some of your electrons might get stuck in the, the force door, field yeah. and then you get split into two. And then I got bored. <laughs> Real bored. Real fast. Yeah. I yeah. Said, okay. Well, we think he's going to do this, but then he's going to do this, but then he's going to do that. Yeah. He basically just keeps misdirecting them. Yeah. Leaving overloaded phasers all over yeah. the place, blowing shit up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the, the thing is, though, he misdirected so much that the whole thing got kind of convoluted. Yeah. 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 I can see like, that. Like, as a viewer. Like, they should have gotten, they should have caught on sooner. Yes. You know, after the first time he tricked them. Like, well, okay. Jada was kind of catching on. Is like, well, you know, that, yeah. that that's not what he's going to yeah. do. Where's Wes when you need him? Yeah. <laughs> hey, where is Wesley? Playing with his Legos. Ah. <laughs> he's releasing some nanites somewhere on the ship. <laughs> yeah. So eventually, he makes his way to the cargo bay. And they send the security team down there to, and war finds to go him. find him. What was the yeah. whole deal with the spacesuit? Like, they thought he was going to go around? Yeah. Well, they were, yeah. Like, it was like he was so going to climb outside? Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, he's outside the ship. Well, just fucking... Flick him off. Or He's something. not Obi Wan Kenobi, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, no, I mean, if he got out, I mean, uh, everything he's done so far, you don't know. This guy could, you know, he's like, you were saying Space MacGyver on the planet. This yeah. guy is Space MacGyver. He's, but how do you get outside? That's uh, what I would like with to know. The, with the spacesuit on, you go through the airlock and go outside. But doesn't right. the airlock have a force field over it? It depends. No. Well, that's a good answer. Well, no, I'm saying some <laughs> of them, like a, a regular airlock would just be a door, a room, a door. Right. But yeah, like the car- the shuttle bays would be big door with a force field on it right. to keep the air in. Right. Oh, so this is just a cargo bay. So yeah, it's, it's, so it could they just have a regular. If it was a personnel uh, airlock, right. it could just be the door to door kind. Ah, yeah. Okay. That you could put a force field on because like if you have a hole breach, the ship can <laughs> right. throw a force field. Emergency up. force field. But then field. I thought yeah. it was really funny that Picard was like, "Well, put everyone on the out on the indoors to make sure nobody gets inside." It's like. You'll know if this guy's coming inside. Your sensors will pick it up. Yeah. yeah. So now they just got assholes well, standing no, at doors. Well, just they don't in have case. any security cameras outside. Yeah. No. Why would they? I mean, They've got them everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just you don't often have people breaking into the ship. Yeah, but you got to look for a. No, no, no. They do have one because in the uh, the one with Riker where he serves on the Klingon ship. Right. Don't they get like an external view of the contamination? Yes, they do. Yes, right. they do. Yeah, yeah, thing yeah. going on. They, yeah. Yeah. So. You'd have to find him, But though. why would they have yeah. a camera near the doors? 
That's way too yeah. convenient. Just have a camera that's on a certain it, it would the violate that nobody ever looks at or cares about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it would violate the Prime Directive to put those security <laughs> cameras up. No, 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 dude. Prime Directive, not cool, buddy. Seriously, not cool, not cool. Prime Directive. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, so but I do like the, I do like the Worf and the Super Soldier fight. Yeah, it was like, a good photo well, no, before. And this, it was though. great that he tricked him too. He's yeah. like, "All right, I guess we better go find him." And Worf <laughs> hides behind all the stuff and starts fighting him. Well, because Worf wants to kick somebody's ass. It, it was a good fight too. Oh yeah, I, I think Worf, this is this is one of the few times that we get to see exactly a good fight with yeah. Worf because yeah. everybody handles Worf. Yeah, but finally we have Captain America versus Worf. Yeah, and yeah. Worf holds his own. Yeah, Worf yeah. does. I mean, it, it took taking it. He had to get that big styrofoam box yeah. to fall. Yeah. I mean, Which is foreshadowing. Yes. Y- exactly. Don't ever go in the cargo bays again. <laughs> Seriously, bad shit happens to you when you go in there. The styrofoam always lands on you in a negative fashion. But, I mean, it is... It is... You don't realize it until you see human beings falling into it that they're just falling into styrofoam. Yeah. Because it looks cool. It looked cool, but there's one scene where there's a close-up of the crate that fell on him. Yeah. That you and can it says see this side up, and you're like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you can see the dimpling of, yeah. of the yeah. styrofoam, and it's like, well, they try. You can see it's corrugated on the... Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> try. They try. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm afraid of how this is going to look in the new Blu-rays. When those I come out. I think some of this stuff is going to look like shit. Oh, yeah. Well, they might do CGI over it or something. I don't think they're doing that. They're just cleaning no, they them did, up. they did, like, on some of the, on the counter at Farpoint. I think they redid the uh, space jellyfish or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. is true, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's just the, the special effects. Yeah. The boxes and stuff would be practical effects. I don't think they're that's adding a lot harder. more effects yeah, to it. Yeah, that's just going to look know. like shit. I think they did that, at least on the original series, when they redid it. They, I think they added a little bit of CGI just to kind of cover well, yeah, up where like they... There's, there's several times, like, they're in a building. Where in the past there was just like a plant fixture against a wall, <laughs> and that they added a window there, so you can see this beautiful cityscape outside of it. Or something. Oh, really? bad for the nerds that have to do that, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those jobs. It's like the, I think it would be insanely I don't know. fun. It I just mean, seems like figuring kinda, that out. Leave it alone. Like, well, yeah, because you're going to blame that. Yeah, because yeah. people like you are going to blame them for no, why did they like change shit. it? Well, see, it was no, fine I, the first I, time. Nimoy was dead set against it. When yeah. they redid the original series until he saw some of the episodes. And when yeah. they showed him how they didn't affect so much the original stuff, just the special effects part. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean, like, I like, but I, that but takes like, away from it for me, yeah. though. Like, yeah. I, I've always done, especially the original series, because I remember, I was not a big original series fan, and I haven't seen all the episodes. But I mean, I remember as a kid watching the original series. On a random day, just for the hell of it, yeah. turning it on and it being yeah. on, and really appreciating the goofiness of it. Yeah, because yeah. I watched, I just watched the cage recently, right? And it's just so bad, like the, everything is just Oop. ridiculous about it. But it's what endears you to it. But yeah. and then, but then the fact that it's like it's so kind of silly and goofy looking, and then you have these really nice looking ships yeah. and these very impressive looking planets. Yeah, it doesn't I know match it sounds up. Weird, but it almost takes me out of it. Okay. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I, I can see that. Because yeah. you see the inside of the vessel, and you're like, oh, that looks like a really good high school production of Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. And then they show you the ship, and you're like, wow, that looks fucking awesome. They don't match up. Yeah, it looks like a uh, a fan film on YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. they use some of the scenes, the external first, scenes, and then they put themselves in there. The first clip I ever saw, though, was from the Gorn fight. Uh, uh, Reno with the giant lizard dude. And it was obviously a dude in a big rubber suit. The Gorn. I think I was Arena. Did you say Arena? Arena? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And when the Gorn stand there talking into his, you know, shh, shh, into his translator, he blinked. 
Which in the original series, it didn't yeah. happen because it was just a guy in a rubber yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But just adding that little blink, I almost jumped out of my seat. I was like, oh my God, that was so cool. He blinked. Yeah. So maybe for a TNG, like for the uh, the rat people and the snake people, they'll yeah. improve those. That no, would be cool. I mean, just because they <laughs> blink, well, that will not make it impressive. Those are <laughs> shitty costumes. But I guess they released like three or four episodes on mm-hmm. D- on Blu-ray just as like a preview. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I think it was uh, Farpoint, Inner Light, and uh, yeah. another one. I couldn't one see I paying for this DVD when they're going to eventually come out with an entire series. But yes. people are going to pay for it. That's the thing. Oh, they, yeah. know, they know people are going to buy it. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. And people have. Like when I was watching Star Trek and I checked in with Get Glue. And I mean, the number of people that were watching Get Glue the day the Blu-ray came out was like yeah. a thousand people. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys are just waiting to watch this shit on Blu-ray? It's on Netflix for free, fucking idiots. <laughs> but it's not Blu-ray. Yeah, but it's still great. Yeah. So, where yeah. was he at? So they fight and all that stuff falls on Worf. And, uh, and he doesn't break his neck and has to kill himself, <laughs> which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. It would be cool, yeah. though, to watch that episode like take the scene because the scene where the box falls on Worf is really kind of goofy yeah but like if you put together after the fight and then the rest of the the box fell on me episode I broke my neck I have to kill myself that'd be really cool <laughs> yeah yeah like, it'd be a good be, two-parter yeah I'd be more interested in Worf having to kill himself because he he fought super soldier then a box fell on him you yeah. know what I mean yeah yeah because of contamination yeah. oh. they corroded the yeah. supporting box yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a lame reason. I mean, it's bad enough that Worf is going to kill himself, but they really make him go out like a punk. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't some cool fight. And at least if it was a cool fight, you could be like, yeah, he can kill himself. Yeah. It's just a fucking box fell on him. Yeah. Well, hey, workplace accidents are you know pretty serious stuff. Dudes, yeah. I told you to be careful with the Christmas ornaments. You think they had a sign in the cargo bay that they had to change? It's been 36 days since our last work-related accident. Oh, oh damn it. Damn it, they changed, they changed the picture to actually be a Klingon guy that the box holds on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the new warning sign as you go into, you know, yeah, watch for falling bays. Bo- yeah, watch for falling rocks. And there's a little stick figure with ridges and a box. <laughs> and all I'm saying is don't get mad when you hear these jokes again in a couple seasons because we're going to reuse them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Hey, they reuse the premise. It's, we can too. It's called recycling. Yeah. We'll just do it like a Jedi mind trick on them or something. Yes. Make them well, so, somebody was bored and they were like, hey, remember that episode with the, the war criminal guy and the boxes falling on wharf? What if that, like, really fucked Worf up? <laughs> yeah, let's do that episode. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah, what so, a way to make a guy go out. A box yeah. falls on him. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, so uh, while Worf is distracted by falling boxes, <laughs> the guy beams aboard the Angosian shuttle. Oh, shit. That was there to pick him up. Oh, shit. So, and he goes over to the moon base, and he breaks out his buddies. And he's uh, they're headed for the capital city. So, shit's about to go down. Shit's about to hit Shit him. just got real for you, Narok. Hit, hit just, shit just hit the fan, son. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Picard takes his little, uh, his friends down there to go talk to Narok, because Narok, Nate, please help us. <laughs> Seriously, dude. I'm really tall, but I can't fight them all by myself. <laughs> they, they threatened to shave off my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> or steal my dicky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does. He is dressed like uh, yeah. Cousin Eddie in Christmas Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> With a mustache. Don't touch my dicky. Space shooters, fool. <laughs> Are you serious, Picard? <laughs> hey, Wes, Santa just called. He's on his way. 
Are you serious, Picard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the uh, Picard, Data, Worf, and Troy are all talking to him. And uh, they're calling him out for locking up these soldiers. Yeah. And they didn't even try to rehabilitate them. Yep. They're just like, all right, you're going to live on the moon from now on. <laughs> Later, guys. Yeah. Maybe Is that what Newt has in mind? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, no, but the thing was, hey, it wasn't just they I'm going to close Guantanamo Bay <laughs> and move them to the moon. <laughs> well, one of the reasons they didn't rehabilitate them is because, well, we might need them again in the future. Yeah, exactly. We screwed them over this time, yeah. but I'm sure they'll help us next time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, they would be really helpful right now to fight themselves. <laughs> <laughs> See? Maybe we, we, we can tore them. them. Beating themselves up. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> If we get a raw steak and throw it in the middle of them, <laughs> maybe they'll fight each other. We can run the other way. Yeah. I believe that was the trick by uh, Jason and the Argonauts <laughs> when all the soldiers were attacking them. They yeah. threw a rock in the middle and they all killed each other. So, uh, Narok and, or I'm sorry, Danar and his men all surround them. And they're pissed. Yeah. We're totally going to uh, jerk off on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what? God's like, oh, we will stick around for this. <laughs> oh, this is going to be really sweet. <laughs> Prime directive, we can't interfere. <laughs> yes. Lower your weapons and your pants. <laughs> Take off your onesies. <laughs> oh, I seem to have come undone here. Oh my, oh my. How did that happen? Yeah, Picard leaves these guys high and dry pretty easily. Yeah. Not even any second thoughts about it. Well, but it's I pretty mean, cool. I, I kind of like the way he did it, though. It is cool, but... Because I mean, they created this problem. Now they want the Federation to clean it up. You're like, well, you're not a Federation member, so I got to step out. Yeah. It's an internal security matter, like you said, my friend. At the beginning, that was the thing. It's like, oh, no, no, no. You can't judge us. That's internal security. Tread lightly, Picard. Yeah. Yeah. So now you get to flip the script yeah. and go... Oh, yeah, that's right. Internal. Yeah. Yeah, not my thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Have fun. Yep. So they all beam up, and Narok and Dana are going to have to negotiate and figure something out. Because if they survive through the night, then we'll help them rebuild their society. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but the thing is, though, is that the soldiers aren't going to fight unarmed guys. Yeah, right. They, they have yeah. to be provoked. Yeah. So as long as you don't Sexually. provoke them. Yes. Sexually. You're safe. So yes. it's like, essentially it's like negotiating with a bear yeah. or something like that. Just don't yeah. poke it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lay on the ground and talk to you. <laughs> We're cool, buddy. We're cool. Uh-huh. Well, again, this fits in with the whole sexual provocation. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just lay still. Yeah. It'll be Please over just don't hurt yeah. us. That's all we're asking. Yes. Be gentle. And then that's the episode. If you want to reapply, we will reconsider your application. After you're all dead and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be hard. But to seriously, be. I really like LA Confidential. It's yeah, a great so movie. Awesome. Oh, yes. you're such a fan. I can't. Even wait. some of all fears, you were very good as the president. Uh, he was great. James Cromwell's awesome. <laughs> See yes. you in a few years when you invent warp drive. <laughs> yes. Thank you for the warp drive too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, this episode kind of stinks. It's not that it stinks. It's just there's too. Much. I think it hit us at the wrong time. It did because we've had this conversation about yeah. all this stuff, and I'm so tired of this premise and yeah. like right. The whole convoluted chase scene just totally lost me. And again, how can everybody have such easy access to this prisoner? They just get yeah. out and visit him. Yeah. And lose the onesies. <laughs> I don't know. This episode, I'm going to give this episode a five. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I give it a six, mostly for James Cromwell and the uh, homoerotic <laughs> fight scenes. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that you mentioned homoerotic fight scenes, I'm going to say ten. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my answer. <laughs> I, would, I would give it a... Uh, I give it a six as well, primarily because there's no Wes, and this would be a perfect episode for Wes to go and talk to the prisoner and be really annoying, <laughs> yeah. and they didn't do it, so I have to yeah. give him a lot of credit for that. 
that I'm six. Pretty much the same reason. The yeah. no Wesley, the homoeroticism, <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, Cold what? <laughs> We're in a dock. We're going to do some space docking. This episode has has its flaws, but I mean, overall, it was it was okay. Yeah, uh, and it had a strong message. What yeah. was that? Oh, respect your veterans. Uh, they they go out there and and, and yeah. kick ass for you. So you know, show them a little respect when they I come home. That. Or I they got, will kick your ass. Or got, they'll kick your ass and take got, over the country. I just got bored with it. Like, yeah. I don't know, like. The chase s- scene was way too long. Like, it yeah. was a really long chase scene. It was. Like, it was I, just like, what the fuck I think is going the, on? The Tom and Jerry analogy was, was yeah. pretty, yeah. yeah. And not yeah. even funny Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Like, and not then, interesting Tom I mean, like, when he takes down the security guard and he calls, you know, it's like, uh, turn off the force field in my area. Really? I mean, yeah, it, he totally pulls a Han Solo. It, but it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, how do you know what deck he was on? How does he know all this information? The layout well, yeah. no, the deck numbers are actually on the doors. But oh, you yeah. think yeah, that the, so. the, the communicators would be voice specific? That's well, you just got to touch them. Yep. I know, but I'm just saying, like, in my head... And you're trying to trap this guy. Why would you lower a security field? Anyways. Right. In my the whole head, purpose though, of having like, it up is my, so he yeah, doesn't get but away. But in my head, Jenny's communicator only works with her because it's voice recognition. <laughs> right. Mine only well, works yeah, well, with that me. Would... Like, I couldn't take your... I shouldn't be able to take your no, communicator but, and oh, use so, it. No, 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 they they, they always do that, though. We're like, when they need mission. to beam somebody up, they always give them the communicator right. and beam that know. person up. We beam down on an away mission. The boner crew's on the planet. There's a big explosion. has been known to happen. One of us is dead. The other one's just... I don't want to dead. You've got, like, a destroyed communicator. Well, Ensign Ricky was with us. Okay, all right. Ensign Ricky died. Fuck it. Right? <laughs> Communicators are damaged. His is the only one left. Ensign Ricky... How do we... He never paid for drugs. Not once! <laughs> <laughs> Not one time, Ricky. I don't know. So I you just, need to be able to use those things. It's like having good. Marines with one radio that only works for the captain. The I captain know. gets killed. It's like, oh, I understand shit. what you're saying, yeah. but in my head, it's voice specific. I was, it's just annoying me. <laughs> yeah. If I can go off on one quick tangent before yeah, sure. we finish here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of docking, I have to give credit to the guys on the ready room for uh, bringing up our Klingon redundant foreskin joke. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give them a lot of props for that. Really? On the episode they released yesterday, That's yeah. That's cool. It's pretty cool. It it's a good podcast, Good man. job, Chris and Greg. Yeah, they have a good show, man. <laughs> the, the Ready Room's quality stuff. And like I, I heard the Delta Quadrant's really good, too, but I yeah. just don't watch Voyager, so yeah, I have no idea. We'll listen, we'll listen to their episodes probably more when we get around to Voyager. Because yeah. yeah. Voyager just seems boring. Yeah. It's not. Totally. But yeah, definitely. Anybody who watches Voyager now... Check out the Delta Quadrant. Yeah. yeah, they're cool guys. Yeah, they seem like and nice a girl. Cats. Yeah, they have they have their own Jenny Zell. Yes, who's not as fun or as charming as our Jenny Zell. <laughs> it's a very high bar. Yeah. Thank you. So. I feel special now. Well, that's the show, everybody. Thank. What's up, Jenny? Oh, I just want to say, um, keep an eye on the website. We're going to have some Dork Trek Valentines yeah, coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to have Ooh. Dork Trek Valentines. So you can nice. really cool. send them to your favorite. Whatever. You. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of them from creepy dudes on the internet. Yes. Awesome. I already get what them. What the internet was invented for. Yeah. Now I'll get my own images back as Valentine's. Fantastic. I just hope you get credit for them. I found this. That's my fucking image, douche. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so stay tuned for that. Check the website all the time, dorktrek.com. Go to Facebook. It's at, no, at Twitter's at, at dorktrek. And just search us on Facebook, dorktrek. Yep. And that's the show, everybody. Thank you for listening. We will be back on Wednesday because it's a Saturday show. Yes. So we'll be back on Wednesday with more Star Trek enjoyment. Even more. Yes. So we'll talk to you then. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.